Hi, and welcome to Concepts for Living. We consider it a privilege to come to you with more biblical concepts for contemporary living. It's a privilege also to come to you from the sunny Isle of Bermuda, even our seashore. If you've never included Bermuda in your visiting plan, I trust that you will consider to do that. It'd be a privilege to have you to come and visit with us and worship with us at the First Church of God Concepts for Living. Well, in this particular program, I'll be speaking from the theme, The Reason for Believing. Stay tuned, you're gonna be blessed in bringing this light from the Word of our God. There was an English poet that uttered a profound statement. His name was Watts Duncan. Listen to what happened in his sentiment as he released it. It's recorded that he simply said, I believe. He stood and he said, I believe. Now imagine if I were to just use that today only. Just to reiterate that particular statement. I believe. Wait, wait, wait. I believe. And listen to what else he said. Not only did he say, I believe. But he said there must also be a reason for what I believe. If there is no reason that has been dealt with by you, experienced by you, there is serious doubt as to whether or not you really believe. He said, but be encouraged because there will be a renaissance of wonder. I don't know if you heard everything I just said. He said, I believe. Not only do I believe, but there must be a reason for what I believe. And then he goes on to say, and there's going to come a time when there will be a renaissance, a return of the wondrous, the wondrous thing. We have become so accustomed to things being the way we always like them to be. We have come so accustomed to just going on a whim and just going on just a superficial surface type religious activity until we don't understand that we have been positioned so that we might experience what is going on behind the scenes in another realm, in another world. But we don't get to that because we had never been exposed to what he calls wondrous Let me give you a hint. When you get healed, 
The question is, when did it happen? Did it happen the moment you felt better? Or was it better before you felt it? I received something. When did you receive it? Today. I've got it dated. Well, wait a minute. What about considering the fact that you received it before it arrived? Uh, 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 I know something about the birth. Some of you women can say, I experienced it. I know what it is to give birth. But do you know what happened in the womb? How the bones were formed. How protoplasm took shaping, forming, to make you a unique personality. That with all of the births, and even if you have twins, they look alike, but they're not alike. someone and say it's time to see wonders look at what it says in the word it says Lord open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things it's quiet in here but it's noisy over there we are sitting sedately in our worship experience here, but do you know there's a warfare going on over there so that you can sit here in comfortable religious bliss. Look at someone and say we're going behind the scenes. Because as long as you're going to be regulated by what you see, you will never really believe. I was flying 39,000 feet in the air and the Lord said, as soon as you get back there, develop that. What I want you to release over your congregation, what I want you to release over the world, I want you to release that the day of the renaissance for wonders has arrived. So then, we got to understand where God has shifted us. There's been a shifting. There's been a shifting. We look at circumstances and situations and don't know there's been a shifting. Look at someone and say, there's been a shifting. That's why all kinds of things are going on. The enemy is so upset that the renaissance has come until he doesn't know what to do with himself so he's knocking over this and running over that yeah. ministries falling apart pastors throwing their hand up in utter despair come on now governments erupting and eclipsing look at the world it's rocking and reeling and we just sitting in the middle I'm glad I'm saved by his power divine. Saved. Oh, yeah, we're saved. But what for? What for? Not to impress one another. We are saved, but not just to develop religiosity, 
but we are saved, my brethren, we are saved so that we can make a difference in this upsy-turvy world. Well, as always, we have three points to this message. The casual, the causal, and the crucial. Stay tuned as you receive further light on this particular message, the reason for believing. Say casual, which is really uh, denoting circumstantial in the sense that there's some things that just happen. And they come and go. Like I just said, blinking our eyes, you know. <laughs> but when we get into the word, that's why the devil does everything possible to make sure that you don't get into the word. That's why Bible study is the least attended activity in church. And the devil, I see him now. With all of his imps and cronies. Because if we could keep ignorant of the word, let them go through their religious calisthenics. It don't mean nothing. They can't bother Make sure you don't let them get into the supernatural. Because when they get into supernatural, that's when they give us some problems, some serious trouble, because that's when their power is increased. That's when they manifest the supernatural power to deal with us. Somebody's going to get this message. It's more than programmation. It's more than religious activity. Listen to me. Because it's possible to be doing all of that and our children are going to hell. And our people, our friends, and our loved ones. We can't be casual any longer. Look at someone we can't afford to be casual any longer. Uh, they, you didn't hear me. So you're going to wait for me to tell you to say it again? There has to be some sense of emergency, some sense of urgency that will prod us and purport us into where we are supposed to be. So somebody ought to thank God right now for the troubles. The trials, the circumstances, the griefs, the pains, because all of them are designed to move us, to move us, to move us out of the natural into the spiritual. You staying with me, saints? And so now, believing has to be based on a reason. And the reason for my belief is I understand now what is my privilege and my authority in the word. Jesus asked a question. And the question Jesus asked was this. He said, 
sayest thou this of thyself, or did some others tell thee of me? Are you, are you really saved? Or are you just a religious member? Have you really been converted? Or did you just decide to make new associations? Don't you have some divine curiosity in you that will give you some tenacity to reach beyond where you are? Because if you don't have it, you need it. We need to answer some questions. Can God really heal? Can God really deliver? Can God be faithful to his promises? Is the Bible more than just a book? Is it the holy, unadulterated word of God? Haven't you sensed lately that you were built for more than this? Hasn't there something moving in your spirit? Is there something moving in your spirit that tells you there's more to it than this? I don't know. I got to find out what it is, but I, I, I got to do it. Look with me. It, keep your Bibles open to uh, chapter 119, okay? Because I'm going to jump all over it. You ready? Because I'm going to let the Bible talk to you. You ready? Look, look at verse 34. It says, give me understanding... And I shall what? Keep thy law. See verse 34? Say Psalm 119. Say Psalm 119. That means you're there. Now, verse 34, what's it say? You got it? Now watch this. Now watch this. Watch it. Let's go on down. Let's go on down to the next verse. Next verse. Make me to what? To go into the path of what? For therein do I what? Come on. Look at verse 36. Incline my heart unto what? Thy testimonies. And what? And not what? To covetousness. And not to covetousness. Huh? You want to go a little further? Let's go a little further. Let's go. Turn away mine eyes. Turn, turn, my, turn my eyes away. Turn, turn my eyes, because, because as long as I'm, I'm looking this way, I'm looking at vanity or things that have no real worth. They really don't matter. They're not that important. So he said, turn my, what, what, what? Are you all listening to this? Verse 35, make me to what? To go into the paths of what? Come talk back of thy commandments. What, what? For therein do I what? Incline my heart unto thy testimonies. You got it? Okay, now turn my eyes from beholding vanity. Now look at this. I'm going down to 40. He said, establish what? Thy word unto thy servant. Let your word be established in me. You got that? Turn away my reproach, which I fear. For thy judgment are good. Come on, verse 40, real quick. Behold, I long after thy what? 
thy precepts. Look at this. Say, quicken me in thy righteousness. Not only do I want to do right, I want to be right. I want to be right because if I am right, then I'm going to do right. Is that all right? So what we need to do is understand that this thing is already laid out for us. So we can no longer be casual about it. I need the Secondly, say the casual. Now let's move on because you're going to see now the causal. Causal. We can be, we can be what God has designed us to be if we are truly available he will cause us to be we're so busy trying to make ourselves this and make ourselves that and make ourselves the other thing when we don't understand all we got to do is just be and he will cause You know, the other day I was uh, reading a passage for my own personal enrichment, and, and, and I went to where David, remember David uh, killed Goliath. We, we hang up there around David killing Goliath and cut his head off and all that stuff. He's uh, written songs about it, books and everything else. But wait a minute! There's a little statement that David made to his brothers. He said to his brothers when they were, re, you know, uh, rebuking him for coming out there with the military people. Why don't you stay home with daddy? What's wrong with you? What are you doing out here? Hmm? You should be home. You know what David asked? He said, is there not a cause? Watch this. Is there not a cause? In other words, isn't there a reason for me being here? Is there not a cause that you are still alive? Is there not a cause that you are still here? Is there not a cause that you are still in your right mind? Are you still a cause? Is there not a cause? For everything that you're going through to get you where you are today, there must be a cause. Yes, there is a cause. God is up to something. He's getting ready to release something of a supernatural influence upon us, even in this hour. Notice it. He says, he says, uh, he says I can't just... Uh, make it happen. I got to let it happen. You got it? Cause me to see wondrous things. Now look at verse 19. It says, I am a stranger in earth. I'm a stranger in the earth. Hide not thy commandments. God, I'm a stranger here. Which means this is not our place. That means we're just passing through. Hmm? We're just passing through. We, this is not my home. What I want you to do is hook me up, please, God, with what I need to know as I make my journey through. So that when things begin to happen, I will know how to deal with the effects. Because if I can deal with the effects, then I will eliminate certain effects. So God, please help me. I'm a stranger. I, I don't know so much. 
there's so much I don't know. God, God, I just don't know how. But God is not depending on you knowing everything. He wants to keep you available so that he can give you what you need whenever you need it. Thou has caused me to hope. Verse 49, you see it? Thou has caused me to hope. You see it there? Lifestyle. Lifestyle. Say lifestyle. Our lifestyle is not left to our own planning. Somebody going to be mad, sure enough, mad tonight, today. Hmm? We do not have the right to plan our own lives. The reason why we've held up the great deluge of God's wonders that are about to be released upon us is because we have so much stuff that we have put up of effects. Until we become barriers instead of bridges. I got, you know, uh, my wife and I, I was riding in the plane. She was sitting over on the other side. And I was just thinking, I'm saying, God, what's up with me? I looked around. I said, what's up with me? Is anybody else on this plane? Thinking what I'm thinking? What's going on? That's why when I come in here and I walk up that stair and I hear somebody, it's already set up. So I don't know what they did to choose that song. But that song was chosen for this moment. Are you with me? Yeah, because our problem is that as long as we keep looking at what we see, then we eliminate. Watch this now. Eliminate the possibility to believe God and to see what belief in Him can do. Well, I sincerely trust that you've been blessed and encouraged through this word. And remember, there must be a reason for your believing. There is no more important reason than to realize that behind all that's happening in this world, there is happenings in the other world. May God bless you and yours. Thank you for viewing Concepts for Living. If you would like a CD, DVD, or download the entire message, go to our website, www.fcogchapel.org. We would like to hear from you. Please send an email for prayer or send a praise report on how God is blessing you through this program. We invite you to join us again for another Concepts for Living.